Hi, my name is Sandy Clemmer. I am a registered dietitian here at Massachusetts General Hospital, where I work with cardiac patients. And I'm here to share some tips about how to cut back on sodium. So sodium or salt is an important mineral that helps the body function properly. And one of its main functions is to control fluid balance. Sodium works together with potassium to maintain normal water balance in the body. It also plays a big role in muscle contraction, but too much sodium can contribute to high blood pressure. And blood pressure is the force of blood pushing against the walls of arteries as the heart pumps blood. If this pressure rises and stays high, it can cause damage to blood vessels and ultimately tax your heart. Over time, this increases the risk of problems like heart disease, stroke, and kidney disease. High blood sugar can similarly damage your blood vessels. So if you have diabetes, it's extra important to be mindful of your sodium intake and maintain a healthy blood pressure to lower your chances of developing these common diabetes complications. The recommended daily sodium intake for individuals with diabetes is 1,500 milligrams per day, unless told otherwise by your care provider. And just for a point of reference, one teaspoon of table salt contains about 2,300 milligrams of sodium, and the average American consumes between 4,000 and 7,000 milligrams of salt per day. So you can really see how quickly it adds up. While it is true that sodium occurs naturally in most foods, whole foods like fruits, vegetables, and grains have really very little. The challenge is that over 75% of the salt that we eat comes from processed foods and restaurants. So for example, a whole fresh tomato has about six milligrams of sodium, whereas a serving of tomato sauce might have 400 to 600 milligrams. So how do we take steps to lower our salt intake, keep healthful choices affordable, and be savvy consumers? The first step is to take the salt shaker off the table. Avoid adding salt to meals. Next, think about how you can eat fewer processed foods, which would be things like canned goods, cookies, deli meats, and frozen prepared meals. By choosing more fresh or frozen fruits and vegetables, dried beans, and whole grains like brown rice, oatmeal, or quinoa. Believe it or not, bread is one of the largest sources of salt that we eat in the United States. So while you can totally make a healthy homemade sandwich, be really aware of bread portions like those sneaky dinner rolls at restaurants. Cheese is another high sodium food, though Swiss cheese is really quite low, and so many brands now do make low sodium cheese options. When you're in the grocery store, you'll see that there's really wide variation of sodium content between brands and products and so many low-sodium versions of foods are now available. If you see an item labeled low-sodium specifically, this is actually a regulated term, and by definition, it contains less than 140 milligrams of sodium per serving, making it a really good choice on the salt front. So make a habit of looking at the nutrition facts label on foods, and you'll always see the sodium listed within that information. Next to it, it'll reference the milligrams of sodium in one serving. Aim for foods with less than 140 milligrams of sodium per serving, and you'll be doing great. Beyond thinking only about salt, the DASH diet, 
dietary approaches to stop hypertension was developed through research by the National Heart, Lung, and Blood Institute to help treat or prevent high blood pressure. This is a plant-focused diet rich in fruits and vegetables, whole grains, lean proteins such as fish and poultry, nuts, and heart-healthy fats and low-fat dairy. And studies show that eating in this way can start to lower blood pressure in as little as two weeks. So when starting blood pressure-friendly habits, here's a few tips that you can think about. Make changes gradually. Whenever we start a new routine, the key is to ease in. You don't need to make dramatic changes from zero to 60 overnight. Start with small steps, and I promise you'll find the momentum to keep going. So for example, start by replacing your fine grains like white rice with a whole grain option like brown rice, or even starting with a mix of the two together. Incorporate activity. It's always important to bring movement into your daily routine. Even something as simple as walking will have an impact on your blood pressure lowering efforts and make you feel good. When we feel good, we naturally want to take better care of ourselves. Movement can have direct benefits to the body, but also the mind by helping to manage stress. And in fact, there's a growing body of research that suggests meditation and yoga can lower blood pressure, improve cholesterol, and may even have positive benefits on blood sugar. Find support. In order to stay motivated, it's important to have friends and family around as positive supports. Many people have an idea of what basic healthful eating looks like, but I find they may need help exploring motivations, values, the logistics of doing the changes, and personalized strategies to make these changes effective and holistic. A registered dietitian is a great resource for guidance. Remember, it takes time to establish any new habits, and in fact, there's research to show that our taste for salt changes depending on how much salt we're accustomed to eating. So if you reduce your salt intake, know that it may take a few weeks for your taste buds to catch up to that change. Most importantly, aim for a diet based on fresh and whole foods with a daily dose of movement and a variety of foods outlined by the DASH diet. And know that you can totally have the ability to take control of your diabetes and lead a happy, healthy life.